Hello, and welcome to another edition of Smith Debenhams Creditors Corner, where we talk about all things related to banking and consumer financial services. Be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm Karen Inlow, and I'll be your moderator today. Today's podcast will explore how judgment creditors can use judicial liens as leverage for collecting their judgments. But before we begin, I want to note the information provided in this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, any and all information shared is for general informational purposes only. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Now, with that out of the way, let's turn on more exciting things and turn to this week's topic. Today's guest is Joe Davies, who's one of my partners in the firm's construction leasing group. As a member of the firm's construction law group, Joe represents construction companies and small business owners in lease negotiations and complex litigation matters. His clients include general contractors and subcontractors, as well as property managers, landlords, commercial tenants, equipment rental companies, and building materials. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Joe, um, today I want to talk about a new unpublished opinion from our North Carolina Court of Appeals, Chisholm Construction versus Elliott, as well as how judgment creditors can use their judicial liens to collect their judgments. So can you tell us a little bit about Chisholm? Yeah, the the court's ultimate holding was was pretty narrow, uh, and it was basically just a confirmation that what we call judicial liens uh, follow real property, even if it's been transferred from one from one owner to another. Uh, and so that's that's really what what the what the case held. Was that surprising? I mean, I've always thought that kind of to be the rule. That it is. Uh, it's it's a pretty long-standing rule, and it was uh, not surprising that that's what the court held. I think the reason that it even had to be decided was the the facts of the underlying case were were fairly strange, and you know, there were two lots at issue, and a couple of transfers, and a deed of trust here, and then a judgment later, and and so. Uh, I think the the facts were a bit confusing, and the, the court of appeals kind of narrowed down exactly what it wanted to to focus on, and 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 reach that ruling, and kind of confirm that for a lot of our uh, a lot of us creditor attorneys that that still is the rule. So, when you're talking about transfers, are you talking about the property being sold from one person to another? It, it can be sold from one person to another, or you know in any case in which there is some kind of a deed, whether it's a, a sale or a uh, you know, gift, uh, anything like that. But the, the typical uh, way it would come up would be, would be a sale. So why is that important? Well, for anybody that gets a judgment uh, against uh, an individual or, or a company, uh, quickly learned that collecting on those judgments can be difficult. But one of the biggest leverage points that we have is that every judgment in North Carolina automatically becomes a lien on real property that the defendant owns in that county. And you can do what's called transcribe a judgment, which basically means you take it from one county to to another uh, where the defendant may have property, and then it becomes a lien there as well. And so it's it's a lien just like any other, uh, and and the the easiest analogy is like a mortgage. If you've got a mortgage on your on your house, you have to pay off the the mortgage before uh, you can sell it to somebody that takes it takes it free and clear. A judgment lien acts exactly the same way. If a, a judgment debtor tries to sell their property to somebody else uh, and doesn't pay off the lien, uh, the the judgment lien, then that lien stays with the property. And so the the typical practice is, you know, 
somebody that's that's selling their their house, the the buyer will force them to pay off any liens, whether it's a mortgage or, or a, a, a judgment lien. And so, getting back to where I started, the reason it's important for for us as as creditors' attorneys is there is no other mechanism that that's quite as as easy to uh, to collect money on is when a judgment debtor wants to sell their property to a willing buyer and they've got they've got to pay you off before they can do it. Kind of brings back the importance of title insurance and title searches, doesn't it? It it really does. And what's interesting is it can come up in in ways you wouldn't even expect. After this case came out and after I wrote the article, I had a case come up where a bank, one it was planning on foreclosing uh, on a property that it had a deed of trust on and instead decided to take a, a deed in lieu from the, the debtor. Well, the debtor just happens to be uh, somebody that we had a judgment against. And the bank came to us and said, look, we could go through the foreclosure process and wipe out your lien or we'll pay you what it would have cost for us to go through the foreclosure. And so you know, our client wound up getting something for essentially nothing. Uh, that otherwise didn't have any value because of the fact that the judgment automatically attached to property. Now, does that work different for individuals than for corporations? Talk a little bit about the difference between property owned and tenants by the entirety. Explain to our listeners what that means. Sure. So property can be held in in a number of different ways. Uh, And North Carolina is, is, is a state where a married couple can hold property, uh, as, as Karen said, as tenancy by the entireties. And what that means is a judgment against the husband or a judgment against the wife does not attach to the property if they own it as tenants by the entireties. It would if you have a judgment against the husband and the wife together. Uh, but that's one one way if, uh, if you are married and you have property and somebody gets a judgment just against you, they cannot actually uh, come after your real property as long as you continue to hold it as tenants by the entireties. That kind of brings back to the point that with our creditor clients, it's always really important to make sure that we get proper security for the loans, including the right guarantors, right? Absolutely. The right guarantors and you know, if you're dealing, if you've got a contract with uh, owners of property for, you know, if you're a, as many of our clients are, uh, you know, in the construction industry, and you want to make sure that your judgment lien or your mechanics lien will uh, be effective, you've got to have both both parties uh, on that contract. So, are there any other considerations our listeners ought to be considering um, if they're creditors in, in either the um, application for credit stage or on the back end on the on the collection end. Well, I think in in terms of uh, on 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 the front end, you know, as we talked about, making sure that uh, if you're focused on real property at at the end, that you make sure you think about that at, at the beginning, um, and at the at the end of things, you know. What this case reminds us, and as you mentioned, is the importance of, of title searching. Um, if you are thinking about extending credit and you are banking on uh, their real property as being an asset, it would help to, to for you to know what other liens may be out there, whether judgment liens or mortgages, uh, things like that. And the other thing that the court was very clear on is if one of these 
you know, judgment liens, uh, if you wind up trying to buy a property at one of these judicial sales or, or something like that, that you only get whatever that judgment debtor had when the lien, when the lien attached. And so that is another uh, very important consideration. And, and another, as you mentioned a moment ago, another reason for, for the title search is to make sure you know exactly what you're getting. What do you mean by that when you say that the judge that you only guess what the judgment debtor had? Are you talking about what only on what real property they owned, or what exactly do you mean? I mean, you, the you only get the interest that they had in that real property. So, um, in in this case, in the Chisholm case, the there was a, a deed of trust that predated the judgment, and that was really, I think, what caused all the confusion in the case is what effect that would have because person that held the deed of trust was also the person that ultimately got the the property itself but whoever goes and buys uh you know if there is a judicial sale foreclosing on this judicial lien then if there's a deed of trust on the property that predates that judgment if you go in and buy it you buy it subject to that deed of trust and so if there's a default on that deed of trust then the bank can come in and take it from you just like they could from the from the original owner. So if you're uh, second, you stay second. Exactly. If the judgment lien that attaches is second, then whoever buys it, um, you know, takes it free and clear of that judicial lien, but whatever was first stays first. Hey, Joe, thanks for joining us today. That's been really interesting. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Uh, as I said, it was a not a not a surprising decision uh, is an important one that kind of reconfirmed for for all of us something that as you said we all thought we knew uh, and that's always that's always a good thing um, but also just a, a, a good reminder to uh, make sure you know what you're getting when you're buying some property. Well thanks for joining us today Joe and thanks also to our listeners. If anyone has questions, they can reach out to Joe directly. His email is jdavies, J-D-A-V-I-E-S, at smithdevnumlaw.com, and his direct dial is 919-250-2238. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode and want to hear more, please subscribe. Additional episodes are being added constantly. Thanks, and have a great day.